Hey friend, if you're an Email Templates 101 owner, be sure to log in and check out the 2024 updates and brand new templates in your course. You'll find a new active listing seller check-in template as well as a new offer delivery template for your sellers, plus lots of fine tuning to the other existing templates. Don't have Email Templates 101 yet? Grab yours now at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash courses. They would have to offer investors much higher interest rates, even up to 19%. Are they hitting you on the shoulder? Hey. Yeah, things are rough, huh? Yeah, how's it going? You okay over there? <laughs> but it has never been more dumb <laughs> than right now. Than it is right now. Well, we are giving them our money to support <laughs> us, and they did the opposite right. of that. Did you feel like you yes. were in the dark oh, before? Oh, look, all these emails coming through all of a Suddenly, sudden. Suddenly, I'm in the know. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top-producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. It's episode 228. No, I did not buy a house. No. <laughs> no, but today we're bringing you the real estate and news. What did we just do where we were like the news? Maybe it was the lawsuit. Oh, it was. Sorry. The news is never happy. Rarely. Yeah. Rarely happy. Mm -mm. Um, so today we're going to talk about real estate in the news. And maybe if you are here, you thought, I'm going to get a bunch of headlines. And you were, you were right. You're right. You're going to get a bunch of headlines. So why don't you get us going? Okay. Oh, here. Thank <laughs> let, you. Let me give them. Hold on. Remember what we said about the news desk. You have to yes. get the, you have to straighten <laughs> the papers on the desk. And then I'm going to make, because I don't want you to see the one under. Oh, okay. Okay. Got there it. There you go. All right, real estate headlines. Let's hear you ready them. Ready to hear them? I cannot wait. Mortgage interest rates begin their relentless climb. Prices are beginning to collapse. Creative bankers will enter the market. Huge losses in the stock market affecting real estate sales. Mortgage rates have hit a record high. They will have to go even further if the demand for home loans is to be satisfied. The expert's verdict is that it cannot be done without making the home buyer pay more money. The committee says there isn't any cheap money available to lend buyers. The mortgage rate is certain to stay the same until at least late summer, early fall. A word to the wise. The great housing boom is over. The real estate price explosion has stopped. Buyers who can pay cash can almost steal real estate. Okay, you ready for the last one? I'm ready. To get enough money to provide mortgages to everyone who wants one, they would have to offer investors much higher interest rates, even up to 19%. Wait, 19%? Yeah. That's okay. really high. <laughs> so everything that I just read is from the last century. Right. So like what years? <laughs> Decades ago. Okay. Oh. So some of this was from the 40s. Oh, gosh. Um, A lot of it was from the 80s. 80s. We have 1929 in here. Oh, wow. We have the 1970s in here. Oh, okay. That last one that said, you know, we would have to go up to 19% was from 1980. Okay. But the point is that 
people love to say, you know, the sky is falling and how are we ever going to sustain? Real estate is doomed. It's doomed Doomed. and gloom. Doom and gloom. But this just goes to show history (laughs) repeats itself. Well, and that no matter what the situation is, I'll give you one. You you missed one. Oh. Um, mortgage rates plunge and demand finally inches back. Mm. Do you want to guess what year that was? Mortgage rates plunge and demand finally inches back. No, that was November 8th of 2023. Oh, okay. Mortgage rates plunge, y'all. Anyone who's been around. Now, this is airing on um, December 18th, but I can assure you, if you don't remember last month, mortgage rates didn't plunge. None of them plunged. They went down some. Yeah, they settled, but nothing drastic. They didn't plunge. That's what, the point here is that, oh, and the other one I had was, will real estate ever be normal again? <laughs> that was it. That was in November of 2021. Okay. Like, no matter when it is, mm-hmm. something is going to pique the media's interest enough in real estate to throw out some kind of doom and gloom. Yeah. Or just sensationalize something that is a a stat or a figure that isn't the whole story, Mm -hmm. right? So home sales are down 37% year over year. That's a real stat right now. Yeah. Well, last year they were greatly increased. Like we're yeah, above and beyond. We're not we're not yeah. comparing this year to last year being a normal year. We're comparing this year to last year being an incredibly high lo- number of transactions. Like right. how, it just what are they actually saying? Yeah. And a lot of times the headlines don't even then lead into an article that even says anything about that headline mm-hmm. in that way, right? Right. You know what they call that? Clickbait. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right? They just make a headline. They make sure. But here's the problem. So many consumers and and the people in the public just read the headline. Yeah, and they don't click to get all the information. Right. So they didn't even take the bait, but they sure did internalize that headline. Mm-hmm. And then the next time they see you out at the barbecue, they're like, Alyssa, what's going on? Interest rates are sky high and, mm-hmm. and, and the sky is falling on the real estate market. And I think that, so I've been being asked that constantly. (laughs) How are you handling that? Yeah, you know, we're coming out of Thanksgiving where you're at the table seeing all your relatives you haven't seen since last Thanksgiving. Asking And they're like, oh, "Oh, the market. And then they're like, are they hitting you on the shoulder? Yeah, things are rough, huh? Yeah, how's it going? You okay over there? (laughs) And I think that like my favorite response is to just answer it in a professional way that almost surprises them. Right. Like like I like to say, because they always want to say, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? And I just, again, it goes back to not using that verbiage of I believe. Right. But saying, I've actually been following this so closely. Right. When the feds met last month, this was the announcement that they made. And this is how things are looking. And, you know, I've been tracking it and just reminding them that you're a professional. Right. But in order to answer it that way, you have to be somewhat up to date and in the know. Right. With what is going on. Right. So no matter what that is, I, I'm not a huge news watcher. Me neither. But if you find that source that you like that gives you the basics of what you need to know. Or go straight to your like 
board or MLS where they have st- actual stats for your market. Yeah. The easiest way, you're right, to disarm someone is to be like, this is the actual stat of what's going on in our market mm-hmm. where we live. Provide them with the facts. Uh, also, now is the time to have a really great relationship with your lender. Yes. So much of my information comes from the right. mortgage lenders that I work They're with. They're usually up on the financial news. Yeah. Really, like, because they've got to watch the bond market and they're watching the Fed rates. So if you don't know what any of this means, talk to your lender. They want to help you mm-hmm. because they want you to also send them <laughs> right. your business. Right. Um, I, I think it's important as an agent to maybe remember – you're getting overwhelmingly these these articles, these topics. Your brokerage maybe is sending them to you. Maybe you get a NAR newsletter. Maybe you get like something from your MLS. Every, like maybe you're seeing it over and over again and it's starting to weigh on you a little. But you have to like take yourself out of that a little bit and remember that it's not doom and gloom. Mm-mm. People still have to live in houses or live somewhere Um just because people can't or don't want to buy a house today doesn't mean in two months they don't change their mind. Like, yeah, it, nothing is permanent no. in the real estate market. Mm-hmm. And just because the rate is this today, we already know it's going to ch- it, it will change. Mm-hmm. It will change. Right. So I think that I didn't get it like, you know, because I got into the market in, in 2005, the end of 2005. Rates were at a six. Mm-hmm. That was low. Okay. Each subsequent year, all I ever heard was, wow, rates are at a historic low, at a six, right? And then the next year, let's just say we're in the high fives, rates are at a historic low, like (laughs) refinance now. Then the next year, rates are at a historic low. Like this, y'all, pretty much the span of my entire career was that talking point. Rates are at historic lows. the problem is that people say it so much that it's like, now is the time to buy, that it loses its effectiveness. Right. It's like the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. So (laughs) when it's time to really do it, you can't be like, no, really, really, rates are at 2.75. Like now is really the time. Right. And I think too many people listen to the advice then, and that's how we're in this frozen vibe, right? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, we're stuck because we really like our two. And, you know, Mm -hmm. we don't want to give that. You just told the story about your clients who were like, well, I I'm in the I'm in the 2.7 and I right it I can't really move. Yeah, why would I move the, right now to what I can afford? Like yeah. Doesn't make any it's a lateral move, mm-hmm. right? Like sell this to buy the same thing? No. And I think it's always dumb mm-hmm. to be a Pop-Tart agent that yeah. runs out and shows property to buyers that aren't pre-approved. For sure. But it has never been more dumb <laughs> <laughs> than right now. Than it is right now. Because I have been talking to like past clients who yeah. could buy a house, mm-hmm. who had no idea mm-hmm. what their actual budget was. Yeah. And they were basing everything off of when they bought their house with me five years ago. Right. And it's like, That's no, not the same thing. It, it's not, That's the, not same the same thing. thing. It's very different now. And as realtors, this is when we need to be so confident right. talking about money. Yeah. With our clients and saying, listen, you want to go to this local lender because they're doing two one buy down. Right. They're doing um, buyer credits, you know, lender credits. Like you need to know those things yeah. and show your value. You can't just say, oh, well, you know, are yeah, you pre approved? Rate. Yeah. Rate. Oh, okay. Well, let me know when you get pre-approved. Like you need to be directing them. Yeah, like maybe you need where to, to look go. into an arm. Here's yeah. my lender that has the best creative options. 
Yeah. And it's just, we have, and I think it's good. We have even more potential to show our value right now. Yes. It's almost like the transactions that are the biggest headaches are the ones where you have the opportunity to be the biggest hero yeah. to save the day. Same situation. You're with like, this that's market. the whole market. That's the whole market the whole right thing. now. We have an opportunity to really shine and yeah. show our value or not. Right. And I think you need to have some talking points prepared, not yeah. just data and numbers, but like when someone brings up, oh, I saw on the news, blah. I don't think it's wrong to be like, yeah, you know, the news media really likes to sensationalize these topics. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay to to say the truth. Like, well, the media wouldn't want to tell you this, mm-hmm. that our market is level. That's not very sexy and exciting, no. right? Like, like, why would they? Stable here. Right? Like, everything's going to be okay. Um, I actually pulled up for you some Google Trends. Oh. Because I guess what I was trying to get at before is we're surrounded by it, right? Yeah. You are, and, and your ears perk up when you hear the real estate news. But what are consumers actually out there doing, mm-hmm. right? Do they hear it all? What's going on? Are we all going to pretend like they're not hearing these things? Or do we know that they are? All right, so the Google trend, and if you ever want to find out what the Google trends are, you just go google.com backslash trends, Mm -hmm. and then you can type in a keyword. Okay. So I put in real estate. This was in November, late mid-November. What does contingent mean in real estate? That search was up 120%. Oh, that makes sense. What does contingent mean? Because they're like all these Buyers are like, I don't understand, mm-hmm. or even sellers, because they never had to have a contingent offer now, and now no, they we are, do. Right? We what just is- accepted a contingent offer on one of my listings. Okay. So what does contingent mean in real estate? Okay. Um, and then I did also real estate commission, because let's let's just say it, there's a lot of real estate lawsuits out there right yeah. now, and they're in the news, and I wanted to know what people are Googling. And this was, again, um, mid-November. Breakout Georgia Real Estate Commission license was the first one that was trend. I mean, breakout. That means it was like they didn't even tell me a percentage. It wasn't up a hundred. It was like all of a sudden this search was breaking out. Oh. Uh, the other breakout was Batten Two lawsuit. Oh, okay. Okay, and then the top ones were Real Estate Agent Commission and Real Estate Commission lawsuit. Okay, so people are googling this. Yes, not just These realtors. Are the trends. People are this googling is just this. The, yeah. Um. So <laughs> I know. When we were gonna, rec- we were going to record a lawsuit update. Yeah, and you were like, "I just can't do it." Well, it's almost like when we did our first update, we had been following it for so long, right? But so many people had not been, and we right. wanted to make sure that our listeners were educated. Yeah, we were pre-trial. Yeah, we wanted you to understand that this was happening. Mm-hmm. But I think that what we covered in that episode really just covers the gist of everything. Right. And what is happening out there is being broadcasted so much. <laughs> right. That I'm – you You were reaching your – like you have heard it so much. I have heard it so much. I get emails from lenders, my office, title companies that are teaching classes on – how to handle it. And like, it's almost like when wire fraud first became a problem and everywhere you looked was wire fraud forms, wire fraud disclaimers, wire fraud classes. And it was like, we get it. It's like, I know about wire fraud. It's sort of like, that's how I was getting, because I was following it so much that I thought, 
we did our service by bringing awareness <laughs> right. to that you need to know about it, but right. I don't know that it's worth dedicating a whole 45-minute well, episode no, to it. You were like, I just can't do this again. Uh, I've been hearing it too much. But but I would like to say this. These things are ongoing and ever-changing, yes. right? So just because that lawsuit is done, and the unfortunate ending was that the plaintiffs won, defendants lose, which means the real estate industry is in the mm-hmm. – market for now a shakeup of sorts, right? Yeah. Well, now there are co- what they call copycat lawsuits, mm-hmm. right? So more lawsuits are coming up. And this Google search that was batten to lawsuit, this is the one <laughs> where now buyers are suing their agents, oh. the companies. Okay. Okay. So before it was sellers. Yeah. Now it's buyers. Okay. And I'm going to just quick, quick give it to you so you know what it is. The scope of batten two is exponentially larger than Seitzer Burnett, which is the okay. one we just finished, okay? Wow. Um, or the similar case, Merle, which, remember, is coming in 2024. <laughs> Batten, two is seeking class certification. So it's not yet a class action lawsuit, okay? okay? We're at the very, very, very beginning, okay? On behalf of two proposed classes, but this is what I wanted you to hear, what the class was. A nationwide class. So oh, before, wow. remember, we were in Missouri only. yeah. A nationwide class made up of all persons who since December 1st, 1996, through the present, purchased in the United States residential real estate that was listed on an NARMLS. So an MLS that was affiliated with the National Association of Realtors. So our market. December 96? I have no clue. (laughs) Maybe that's, you know why? That's when it went online, I bet. Oh, I bet so. Because our MLS started in 1997. Okay. So that's probably why. Yeah, okay. That makes it was sense. The, it was that's the vehicle it by which it was being given out, right? Okay. Be- before what it was just like paper books. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, that's my best guess. Y'all, I don't know that for sure, but that would be my guess. For this class, the plaintiffs are asking for injunctive relief, meaning either a court-ordered prohibition or a requirement on the defendant's behavior. So they're trying to get a change in the real estate market, okay? And a damages class made up of all persons who since December 1996 through the present purchased in the indirect purchaser states. So I'm going to give you all the states. Residential real estate that was listed on a NAR MLS. Okay, fine. Um, They're looking for damages under the antitrust, unfair competition, consumer protection, and unjust enrichment laws. Now, are you ready for the indirect purchaser states? Yeah. Okay. Listed in Batten 2, which is the lawsuit. Arizona, Arkansas, California, Connecticut, Florida, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Iowa, Kansas, Maine, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Oregon, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Puerto Rico, and Washington, D.C. 35? I guess, but you know who was notably not there? Who? Louisiana. Great. <laughs> That's because we conduct business correctly. Right. <gasps> I'm like, oh, that is a lot of states. And I think maybe one of the reasons I'm so, like, shocked that all these things are happening and making it this far is it makes me wonder, are all these other states doing business so much differently, differently than we are? 
There's like, got to be a difference. I don't even know what an indirect purchaser state is. I don't either. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> you better look into that. Okay. I feel um, like I need to Google that real quick. Yeah, go, go for it. Um, I will say this. So that's coming. There are others. There was another lawsuit in Missouri the day that the verdict came down on Seitzer Burnett immediately filed against basically all of the other big brokerages that weren't listed in the first one. Yeah. So, you know, whatever, Douglas Elliman, and I can't even remember the others, but there were quite a few that weren't in the first lawsuit that were then noted in the law. It doesn't matter, y'all. I don't actually care which side you're on, what you agree with or don't agree with, whether these lawsuits go through appeals and take years to finish. I mean, the judge, though, in that first one has the right to impose changes in some of the penalties immediately, even if it goes to appeal. Yeah. So y'all, this this you is, need to this know. thing is happening. Okay, fine. And hopefully your brokers are also keeping you up I'm to date. I'm sure that they are. Mm-hmm. But I think we all have to just um, be aware mm-hmm. and be transparent with our clients, which I feel like I always was. Yeah. I don't, you know. Um, but I also want to point out that I've had a few people say – I think even you and I have had this conversation. Like, I just don't understand. The sellers signed on the dotted line and they knew what they were paying for. And they don't have to sign anything. They could for sale by owner, right? They don't have to pay us at all. And I hear, like, the same, we keep hearing that argument, right? Which is totally valid. Yeah. They knew what they were paying. They didn't have to hire an agent. I think where we're missing the flip of the coin is that what they were trying to say is that on the other side of that, these big companies and allegedly NAR colluded together to sort of price fix what you offered on the buyer's side. Mm. Okay. So you basically, if if any company had ever trained someone, one of their agents to say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, my commission is X, but you're going to have to offer X amount on the buyer side or else they're just not going to show your house. Mm-hmm. That is where they're saying is a problem. Yes. Hey there, are you looking for ways to save time and money in your business? Email Templates 101 is the communication system you need to bring ease and efficiency to managing your transactions and clients. Save time and avoid mistakes, all while providing a high level of service for your buyers and sellers. In Email Templates 101, you'll get 13 downloadable buyer templates ready for your personal touches. And 19 downloadable seller templates, plus six attachment checklists. Head over to hustlehumblypodcast.com slash courses to get yours today. But it's still just frustrating because if you go into any MLS, you will see all different amounts. I In ours, for sure. Yeah. But it was not the case in Missouri. Oh. It, it was very much pretty consistent and consistently higher than it is here. Okay. So I think we're coming at it from a, maybe we've been doing it better or, yeah. or, or more. Well, we just say we aren't fixed. So we are not price fixing. We're not. And I think then the other thing that really irks my nerves about all of this is that it's not NAR who sells houses. Right. Alyssa Jenkins sells a house. Katie Caldwell sells a house. Some sweet 60-year-old lady in your office is selling a house, maybe only two or three that year. Maybe it's not even enough to keep her full-time pay. Like, NAR is not the person who's going to be in the end. Like, Most affected. Right. Yeah. And so for whatever reason, they've decided to crusade about this. They're doing it. And the Department of Justice is going to continue with it. Mm -hmm. And here's where I got icky, sick feelings this week. At the time of this recording, I read (laughs) the lawyer for that lawsuit in Missouri is directly talking to the Department of 
justice, mm. so nationally. And this is his quote from our friend Mr. Ketchmark, remember? Mm-hmm. This is one of the rare things in our country where regardless of politics, people can come together. Everyone agrees we have to get the National Association of Realtors out of the pockets of homeowners. It's not right, and the jury exposed it for what it was. Mm-hmm. And I quote, that was the quote, the, the lawyer quote. And I'm like, I couldn't disagree with that more. Right. NAR doesn't get paid out of the homeowner's pocket. No. We pay. <laughs> yes. We pay NAR. Right. We should be the, like, it, I, I just... I know it's they're not under they're not getting it right they're not getting it right they're just like it's and that though is what the public and the point of this episode was more of what is the public hearing yeah how can you put it in perspective for them Mm -hmm. how can you explain your value which you always have should have been able to do or needed to do and I still think people need a realtor Yes. Or an agent if realtor yes. goes away. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Or yeah, real, maybe we're not realtors go- anymore. Maybe we're just real estate agents. Yeah, right. Yeah. Whatever. I don't, like, it doesn't matter. The service that I provide is still valuable, and I have no doubts that my sellers and buyers need that service. Correct. And if the way it gets, you get paid changes, I honestly don't know that I'm that upset about it. It's just hard because if it punishes buyers, then I'm right. Then it I'm then upset, it's hard. Yes. Right. If it punishes individual agents who've always done the right thing, then I'm upset. Yes. Do you know like and I think that um Brad Inman, you sent me that screenshot of what he had said. Yeah. And it it was very much like as agents, we should feel let down by the industry. And we are. Right? Yeah. It was up to them. Well, we are giving them our money to support us. <laughs> right. And they did the opposite right. of that. They didn't do it. They did not do they it. They didn't do it. Okay. So other um, things in the news with real estate right now. The- and that's sort of why, too, doing an update, a trial update, it made me realize that, well, then we'd have to keep doing updates <laughs> Ever. We're not a news outlet. We're not a news outlet. And it was good to do the first one to bring awareness that you need to be in the know. But we can't do a – we're not Inman. <laughs> Inman no, is doing an amazing job right? of giving you minute by minute They updates. literally had an article with a uh, up minute, to the minute. Up to the minute update. I know. I don't want to – we don't want to do that. Yeah, go, yeah. We don't want to do that. But we that. want you to understand what's going on in the industry so that you can speak professionally yeah. and confidently right. when you are questioned. Right. Um, I did want to also mention, because this came up when I was talking to Jay, who is obviously outside of the industry but has to listen to us blab <laughs> on about it every week. Um, he was like, I don't get it. It seems like a lot of money. You know, the award was $1.8 billion, which Billion. would be trebled – to five billion Mm -hmm. and he's like that's a lot like for these i'm like well it's a class so it made me go look it up which i'd never done before it was five hundred thousand homeowners five hundred thousand homeowners were part of that class so when you divide it out it ends up being like seventy five hundred bucks a person okay you see yeah like it right but that adds up it does add up you know over years it was homeowners over many years um okay so let's move away from that other news in real estate, um, right after that verdict came down in Seitzer Burnett, our um, CEO of the National Association of Realtors did go into early retirement. Yes. Set to retire in 2024, went ahead and did that. So now we have an interim. I don't know that I have her name here. 
But she came from like the Chicago Sun-Times, I feel like. Oh. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then we have, uh, you know, as of a few months ago, a new Who president. want to take this role right now? <laughs> Bless. I know. I would not. But I think she saved the Chicago Sun-Times from like going out of business. You know, papers. Yeah. Newspapers. Yeah. Well, it's kind of ironic that she'd come from a paper and we're talking about the news. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. And then Tracy Casper is the current NAR president. And I did get an email from her. Like, they're keep, I find now suddenly they're keeping us more in the loop. Yeah. Did you feel like you yes. were in the dark oh, before? Oh, look, all these emails coming through all of a suddenly sudden. Suddenly I'm in the know. Right. Mm-hmm. And they gave us some talking points you know, for what's going on with your clients. I mean, y'all can go search all that stuff up. I'm not going to read it all to you. Um, people still have to live in houses. They still have to buy houses. Yeah. I'm not like, but the news is always going to be there. Mm-hmm. And right now they've taken square aim on the industry. <laughs> <laughs> we just have to survive. Yeah. Just like we have to survive the interest rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't... What are your other thoughts on this? Anything else you want to share? Any feel- uplifting my feeling- stuff? <laughs> my feelings with the news in general and every aspect of the news is always that I want to know what is going on. Mm-hmm. But I also have to figure out what's for dinner for my family. Oh, yeah. And at the end of the day is my day-to-day life no. going to be totally disrupted I want to know if that's coming, but I don't want to right. prematurely suffer yeah. before it is here, Yeah, you know? So it's like, yeah. it is hard. And I read this article too recently about oh. how is the human brain supposed to know every single thing that's going on in the world all the time? Probably not. Do we actually have the capacity to handle that and mm-hmm. to carry that all the time? It's a big mental load. It's a huge mental load. And there are like the studies on it are a little bit newer okay. because media, social media, like we're what, like 20 years in, 30 mm-hmm. years in maybe in right. some ways. Otherwise, you were relying on a single paper. Right. Or a single source Mm -hmm. or – and you didn't know what was happening everywhere else around you. Yeah, you have to filter so much now. And I'm always the type of person that's like when I'm really passionate about something, it's hard for me not to do something for it. (laughs) Right. So when everything – I'm like, I want to help – the other nations and I want to help my industry and I want to help America. And then I'm like, oh, it's carpool time. (laughs) I have to go pick up my kids. I got to at least get the kids. Like you still have to embrace like the, the tiny things that we have to do. And it kind of just brings me back. I get grounded by getting back to that quote about like, if you want to change the world, it starts in your house. Yeah. If you want to change the world, put your phone down and look at your kids. Right. If you want to change the world, like actually check on your friends. Yes, that's a great idea. And we have such a zoom in, zoom out view Mm -hmm. of everything that's going on. And at the end of the day, I want to just be the best I can be in my profession. Yeah. And continue to strive to bring professionalism back to the realtor brand. (laughs) You're like, to whatever. (laughs) To whatever extent I can. Great. And at least prove people wrong right? in how I operate my business. Right. 
That's right. all you can do. I think that's all you can do. And at some point, you have to let it go. Yeah. And just understand what you can do, what you can control. Yeah. Yeah. Don't – yes, just don't let the news cycle control you. Yeah. And if you feel like you're or getting overwhelmed, you. take a break. Yeah. It's okay to take a break. You know, when I turned off the news, 2020. Yeah. Haven't turned it back on since. Right. Now, I mean, look, y'all. My husband fills me in when I need, like, important information. Yeah, I same. I let Tanner be my filter. But I'm not – I don't need all the – I just can't. Yeah. I, I just cannot. Now, mm-hmm. do I probably know more real estate news? Obviously. Yeah. I feel like I'm an ambassador of that in some way. Mm-hmm. But even then, just like you are you get burned out on it. So I had to laugh because um, I noticed that this, like, actor that I follow – I didn't notice – but he popped up today on my Instagram. Okay. And it was like, the strike is over. I can finally talk about acting again. And you're like, I have no idea. It it made me realize, wait a second, I haven't seen him post in forever. And I didn't realize it when he was gone. Right. And then he makes a post that he's back. Back. And it makes you remember, like, we're the real estate industry. Right. Well, the acting industry and the movie industry has been in strike for weeks and months. 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 Yeah. And it's like a huge deal disrupting their in and their industry. Has, yeah. It, did I even know about it? You no, did. not really. I mean, <laughs> I heard kind of about it and then he made that announcement today right. that he's that it's over, but like I have not been consumed by that. Yeah. And so as realtors, we are consumed by this. Are consumed by this. Mhm. And we just need to be the voice of reason to educate those who have questions outside of our industry. Right. Right. It was said, like, the actor strike was not a big deal to me. <laughs> right. It really wasn't. I don't know what's going on in the nurses' union right now. But the nurses know. The nurses know. Yeah. The realtors know what's going on. Right. So it's sort of doing that zoom out perspective yeah. of... In the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. what can I do to help? Yeah. You can just operate in the most professional manner possible. Please. And be honest. And right. Be a good person. Continue to be <laughs> valuable and show your value. Yeah. And be a good person. Great. And don't let it get you down. No. I Take know. breaks. Because, you know, we're, we're this is the December, we're December 18th. So we're about to hit 2024, and you know what news cycle we're going to be in this year? <laughs> oh, my Lord. Election. Help us. And you know how it gets so wild. So wild. I just, you know, you got to turn that off. I know. You got to turn that off. Don't mm-hmm. let it, don't let it weigh we'll let Jay you. and Tanner keep us in the know. <gasps> I just. I'm like, give me the PowerPoint version, I, please. Right. Because you, you don't need to be riled up about the same thing every single day. Yeah. It's and if you are, good. what can you do? Right. What, what can, can you do? What can you do to put that energy to good use That's instead great... of just staying a, awake at night in your bed? Right. <laughs> like, Responding to all the comments. Yeah. Don't do that. Just like <laughs> busy what, thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> what can you do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What can you do? Okay. I love that. Are Are you ready for a toast? Yeah. I um I think it's good to know what's happening. Yeah, I want to. I mean, like for sure. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like stick don't my hand in the sand. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you need to know what is happening, and you need to know what's happening in your local area more than anything. Yes, that's the most important thing. So know your local news mm-hmm. for sure. Um, okay, toast today is from Leighton Harbuck. 
to Stevie Earls. They are both hmm. in Hoover, Alabama. Okay. Were they on the state list? Hmm. I'm like, I just said so many states. Nope, they're good. Okay, good job, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Leighton says, I am so proud of the agent that Stevie Earls has become. Aww. I had the honor of mentoring her in her, in her first year of real estate, and she has proven to be such a great agent and more. She has even taught me so much as an experienced agent, and I have learned so much from her. She makes me a better agent, person, and mother, and I'm so grateful to know her and work alongside her. Wonderful. That was so nice. So cheers to Stevie. Mm -hmm. Thank you to Layton. And maybe turn off the news. This yeah. is a great time to turn off the news. How yeah, Christmas just enjoy coming. your Christmases. Just like check out. Your, yeah. Check out. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We don't even care if you don't show up here next week. Yeah, but you might just want to. <laughs> For a quick laugh. <laughs> you want, If you want a quick laugh, just tune in yeah. next Monday morning. For sure. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to ratethispodcast.com slash hustle humbly and leave us a review or drop a comment if you're listening on Spotify. If you have an episode topic or someone you'd like to toast on the show, please email us at team at hustlehumblypodcast.com. Find us on social media at Hustle Humbly Podcast. Don't forget to find all of the free resources at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. See you next week. This is the good life.